Hey, hey, Cherry Go Lightly here. Welcome to a brand new chapter of Still I Rise. Many of you have been with me since the very beginning. I want to say thank you, and I love you all. Thank you guys for all the support and all the love. It's been two years, and we made it. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know my story and you know my deal. I'm a single mom with two boys who has overcome narcissistic abuse. The new version of myself has emerged, and I'm excited to share my journey of self-love and self-rediscovery with you all in hopes that I may inspire and or empower those who may need an extra push for motivation or those that are in a rut. I am here to help you regain your confidence and take back your power so you can just grab your water or tea, your favorite drink, and let's talk. I can't wait to share this new chapter with you. Hello, it has been quite some time. I I can't even remember. I believe it was before the pandemic. That was my last recorded episode and I needed to take a break. I hope you guys can forgive me for that. Um, it has just been a roller coaster ride of emotions and it's been tough. And I do apologize for the background noise. My place here is not as as my previous place so you know with the kids being home there's probably going to be some background noise and um, (laughs) it's hard to kind of you know um, keep that tamed so you guys know you guys know how I roll you know I'm either multitasking or I have my children in the background there's always something <laughs> so anyways I wanted to share with you guys um, what I've been up to for the last few months um, as I said I haven't been around I've been kind of MIA for the past few months and you know those of you that have followed me on Instagram and I you know I talk about the stuff on my stories I always say yeah sorry that I've been MIA um, and I feel horrible for that because I I found that I can't I kept have I can't talk But I found that I kept having to take these breaks because I just, I felt that, you know, as a person, I was lost. Um, I felt like my soul was lost. There was a lot of soul searching that needed to be done. And just when I felt like I had it all figured out, bam, life would happen. And I'd be like, okay, I actually don't have it figured out. Um, I have had several meltdowns while I was you know, going through the process of moving into my own, you know, my new home. Um, Also, I was beating myself up. I was just, you know, and then a lot of things that were going on with my kid's dad. There was just a lot of things and there was a lot of things to stomach and, you know, just kind of process, accept um, or what have you. So, you know, I had to get used to quite a bit of things once again. Um, It was kind of how it was when I first moved into my my previous apartment because I was transitioning from one life to another. For example, you know, I was trying to transition out of, you know, not being married or, you know, it was just a big, to some degree, kind of like a culture shock. And I had to get used to that and Um, as I've mentioned in my previous episodes, I've had to adapt to my new environment and me being a creature of habit, it is just, it's kind of a nightmare when you have to adjust, when you have to acclimate because you just, you know, you feel lost, you feel 
confused, you feel just out of place and you just don't know, you know, you're, you're trying to figure things out. And even um, after this pandemic, I was kind of rejoicing because I said, okay, I get to spend time with my boys. But I found, you know, the, the good thing about the pandemic was I was able to reorganize my new leaf, you know, my new home and try to get everything in order. Um, I was very blessed because, you know, if you guys remember my previous episodes, I would talk about how bad things were financially. Um, I was struggling. I was living paycheck to paycheck. Um, It was just bad. And, you know, um, I'm actually very grateful for those times because it allows me to now appreciate what I have. And things have been a lot better. I've been blessed with a lot of things. I mean, there were a lot of things that just kind of came into the works unexpectedly or expectedly. It was just everything just fell into place. So now I'm in a pretty, I wouldn't say in the best place that I would like to be, but you know what? I feel that I have enough. I feel that, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm very grateful for where my life is right now. I'm happy. Um, You know, of course, there's always something more that we can strive for, but it's not anything that I feel that I need to, um, you know, I don't feel jealous about anybody or um, wish that I had some or compare myself to other people and say, hey, you know, like, for example, a lot of my friends, I'm so happy for them, have bought some beautiful homes and they're, you know, they're remodeling it. And I am so happy for them. I truly am. And there were times where I would kind of, I'd have to catch myself because I would think to myself, when can I buy a house? And, you know, as I'm decorating my apartment, I'd be thinking, gosh, this place is so small. You know, I wish I had a house or as I'm planting my or repotting, I'm like, I wish I had a garden, you know, but I know that I am in the right place. I'm where I need to be in my life. And I'm very accepting of you know, how life is right now. Not that I'm settling, but I really do feel content and happy where I am right now. I feel at peace and I've never felt this way. Um, You know, even in my previous place, you know, it's maybe it's because of the struggle, but I do believe that the struggling needed to happen in order for me to understand and comprehend things the way that I do now. So, um, During the time that I first moved in here, there were a lot of arguments, whether it be with, you know, just different people in my life. And it was just bad. You know, I, I felt like I really hit us. I really spiraled. And um, it got to the point where I was like, I need to start making changes. You know, um, I'm ashamed of this, but I'm not. I shouldn't be ashamed. I'm sorry. Um, It happens. And during this quarantine, I ended up stress eating. And I was doing emotional, you know, either stress eating or emotional eating, whatever you want to call it. And that was the only thing that I could really cling to. I was actually cooking more, which was good. It was a good thing because I was cooking some really delicious yet unhealthy meals for my kids. And, you know, because during this quarantine, of course, restaurants were open. So we had to force ourselves to be fancy, right? So it's like we did, we, we, we'd always do sushi night. We ended up doing a Korean barbecue. Um, we've done hot pot. I started doing pasta. The boys loved it. They loved every single 
meal that I cooked, you know, I would have the garlic bread and everything. And then, you know, I would um, Instacart things from Sam's Club and it was all the unhealthy snacks because I wanted my boys to be nourished, but really nourished. <laughs> I was feeding them things that were not really that great. You know, it's like chips, candy, all of that stuff. And it was fun because yes, we were like doing things like movie night and, you know, we had all these delicious snacks but they were very unhealthy or, you know, I mean, at the time I didn't think so. I was like, okay, well, you know, this is, this is some great stuff. It's cool. You know, I mean, I'm glad that we're able to snack. Um, but you know, as time went on, I started to notice that, you know, I started to gain a butt ton of weight. Uh, you know, when I talk about gaining weight and stuff, look, I'm not, I'm not body shaming anybody, you know? Um, but, I didn't feel great about myself. I noticed that number one, okay, I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if I'm fat. I don't care. I'm not going out anyways. No one's seeing me. But then of course there would be those moments where I would look in the mirror and I would say, gosh, okay, I'm not as cute as I used to be. This is not good, you know? Um, and then sometimes I would go out on occasions on the weekends and I would try to put makeup on and you know, for some, you know, for some of us, you girl, you, you know, my girls, you all know what I'm talking about when you're trying to contour and stuff. And it's like, when that contour is not, is not hitting, is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. And it just looks weird. You know, you got a problem there. <laughs> so, um, I was like, Oh goodness. And I have to admit it was hard because I literally hid myself from, you know, quite a few, you know, like from going out. I just didn't want anyone to see me. I didn't want anybody to see what I look like now because it was embarrassing because, you know, of course, let's be honest, when we see people and they gain weight, you're like, whoa, did you see that person? They gained weight. I, I know that that happens, but I didn't want that happening to me. It was hard. And I mean, maybe that might not have happened, but it was even when I was going out and people would see me, I, I found that I would be wearing oversized sweaters. I would be wearing leggings. I didn't want to show my body because I just felt embarrassed. I was like, how could I let myself go like this? And I started looking at my face. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's full and big. It's bad. You know, um, it was just, God, I, I, I could not believe that I allowed myself to get that bad. And aside from just the way that I looked, my health, I noticed was going bad. I was getting really bad headaches and they were not going away. The headaches would radiate from the back of my head down to my shoulders and sometimes my neck would get stiff or it would affect my hearing or sometimes I would notice I would kind of like my eye would start twitching. It was a lot of stuff going on. And then I remember contacting my mom. I said, hey, I have a really bad headache. It's been this way for about two weeks. She said, take your blood pressure. I took my blood pressure and it was 157 over 100. That was very high. I have never had high blood pressure. My anxiety was through the roof most of the time. And I was like, what is going on? So then I noticed that I was having 
some pre-diabetic symptoms, like I was having the polyuria, which is like, you know, excessive urinating and, um, also it's just like, sometimes I notice that my vision would get a little bit, you know, a little bit blurry, or maybe this was all in my head, but it scared me. But actually, you know, let's get a quick word in from our sponsors, and I'm going to start bringing in the bright side of this talk. So I'll be right back, and I'll talk to you guys shortly. Welcome back. So with all of this going on, you know, um, I noticed I would snap at people, and I noticed that I was starting to shut people out because I just didn't want to talk to anybody, and I didn't want anyone coming over to see me, and it was just not a good thing, you know. Um, and at the same time, I just kind of got tired, excuse my French, of everybody's shit. And it was time for me to really focus on myself. You know, I didn't want to depend on anybody for happiness. I didn't want to depend on anything for happiness. I just needed to find that within myself. You know, I remember during the times that I was still at my old apartment, um, before this whole pandemic, I remember there was a time where I was feeling a higher vibration. And I said, you know, I would like to get back to that place. I would love to get back to that mentality, but how? And I realized that there was a lot of things that I really, I needed to put a lot of things in perspective. And I really needed to, you know, get back to myself. And so I've done a lot um, as, far, as far as soul searching, you know, um, you guys know how I do. I have to clean up my house in order to feel, you know, just when I declutter my space, I feel like I'm decluttering my mind. And to be quite frank, that's one of the reasons why I've stepped away from recording any episodes on this podcast was because I wanted to make sure that I was giving you guys helpful content. Because I didn't need you guys, you know, um, while, you know, helping me or not helping me, but I didn't need you guys to be feeling bad for me or, you know, listening to something that was probably not going to help you. Because my main intention for this podcast is to help and help you raise your vibration and not bring others down. Or, you know, basically, I don't want us to be kind of, you know, um, comparing each other's drama, you know, what we need to do is find a solution and rise up from it. And that's why it's still I rise, because we're going to continue to rise. And um, I knew that I was not in that place to be recording or sharing anything because I was just in a rut. And so I've listened to quite a bit of people on YouTube. Um, I continue to listen to um, Isabel Palacios. She's awesome. Actually, you know, if you guys get a chance to watch her channel on YouTube. She also has um, a podcast. It's called Taking Back Your Power. Um, another one that I listen to is Christine Lope. Lopes. She's awesome as well. I started to um, read Gabrielle um, Bernstein's book, which is um, The Universe Has Your Back. 
I started to meditate a whole lot more and things just started to fall into place. I started to listen to self-guided meditation and sleep reprogramming, sleep reprogramming, you know, to help me again. Um, I listened to the self-love and the self-care because I needed to really understand what my self-value is. Now, during this journey, I've noticed there were a few people that would tell me, well, you know, it's, um, I, I believe that there were a few people that didn't, that don't really understand this journey and that's okay. Um, but I have to keep my eye on my goals and I have to make sure that, you know, I, I know where my destination is and I have to continue to go there. No disrespects to them, but I have to make sure that I, you know, continue on with my journey, you know, as planned because, you know, I've been lost. I don't want to be lost again. And, you know, there's just certain things and certain values that I hold very high, um, you know, just like standards, you know, you have to have, you have to set standards for yourself and you have to make sure that you are, you know, you're, you're keeping, you're sticking to your guns, you know, um, sometimes like something can easily distract you from that, but you have to just really just stick, stick to that. Okay. Stick to the plan. Um, you know, but I noticed that I had a lot of things, little things that were bugging me, you know, and most of it was, you know, as, as sh uh, shallow as the sounds, a lot of it was my appearance. I gained weight. Um, I think I mentioned it in my previous episodes while I was moving, I dropped a heavy box on my toe and my big toenail came off. So I actually didn't have a toenail for a while and I was wearing closed toed shoes because that was embarrassing. Um, also I had to take my lashes off and y'all know how much your girl loves her eyelashes. So it was all bad and I was just like, okay, I am just this stub with no eyelashes and no nail on my foot. Yes, <laughs> you know, I felt not so great. But on the flip side, it gave me a chance to self-reflect. And I realized that, you know, it isn't about, it isn't all about image and how you look, appearance. So as I was watching all these interesting people on YouTube and watching you know, reading Gabrielle Bernstein's book, you know, and doing my meditation, it really made me understand that in order for me to feel beautiful on the outside, I need to be feeling beautiful on the inside. I need to heal from the inside out. And whatever I do from within will radiate through the outside. We also have to remember that, you know, our bodies are not us. They do not make us who we are. You know, at the end of the day, you know, our, you know, we are just a big ball of energy, as Jim Carrey would say, and we will no longer be in these bodies. However, as you guys know, as I always talk about your living space, you've got to take care of your home, even though you know you're not going to be there. Like, for example, this is a rental. You know, I'm leasing this apartment. Is this going to be my forever home? No. Because at the end of the day, when I find something better or circumstances happen, I'm going to need to no longer be here. But does that mean I don't take care of this place? No. 
because as I'm living here, I want to make it as enjoyable and peaceful and, you know, and just beautiful as I can. And that's how we should treat our bodies. We should have that respect for our bodies. Uh, for example, I don't remember who this was, but I was watching a lot of self-care videos. And I remember I was soaking in the tub because that was my mode of self-care at the time I was trying to heal because, you know, water is a very healing element. So I was in there and I was just listening. And this was actually a college student. I don't remember who she was. I Forgive me. But she was talking about dieting and working out. And she said, you know, I used to love food, but I realized if, you know, she didn't have kids. So she said that if she, would she give her dog some Cheetos? No, she wouldn't because she knows that it's not good for the dog. So it's like, but why would she feed herself Cheetos? If she's like concerned about her dog, why would she feed herself Cheetos the same way? If you love yourself enough as much as you love all those around you, you wouldn't be consuming the things that are going to be bad for you. You have to take care of yourself. And, you know, kind of um, transitioning over to the diet, that's basically a lifestyle change that I decided to make about five weeks ago. You know, I decided that I really was uneducated when it came down to eating healthy. Certain things that I felt were healthy weren't actually healthy. And it didn't really matter what I did. I wasn't losing any weight and it was just bad. It was just continuously. I was like, okay, if I keep this up, I'm going to balloon. So then, actually, um, as you guys recall in my previous episodes, I talked about being part of the Chamber of you know, Commerce and really like rubbing elbows with different business owners and such. Well, a good friend of mine, Joel Sabas, was you know, um, posting something on his Facebook and it showed a, about, I think it was, um, well, it was a while back before I moved out. I noticed that he was losing a lot of weight. Now, Joel is a big supporter of small businesses. So he actually goes to different restaurants and he, you know, he always does reviews on them. He always takes pictures. So he eats everywhere. He's a big foodie. And so when I saw his testimonial a while back, I said, wow, because he had lost actually 40 pounds. And oh my God, bravo for him. He is awesome for that you know, I was like, wow, okay, you know, I put that in my back pocket. And so, and I had actually met, you know, the health coach that he was working with, because I was actually running a financial education workshop. And um, she had attended and she had told me about the things that she does. She told me about the program very, very briefly. So when it came time for that, I said to myself, you know what, let me reach out to her and see what this program's about. I mean, it's worth, it's worth a try. So I decided to reach out to her and I will be honest, you know, as, you know, a creature of habit, I do tend to procrastinate, especially when it comes down to certain things. I'll inquire about stuff, but it's very hard for me to make a commitment because I don't know if I can fully commit to something and I will not commit to something if I know I cannot fully commit to it. So she was reaching out to me like quite a few times and I think many weeks have passed by. Um, actually, she was reaching out to me 
um, during the time that my ex-husband's um, brother had passed. And um, I barely reached back out to her May 15th. So it was several weeks and I felt horrible because I kind of felt like, okay, I was being a flake. Maybe I shouldn't do this. And so I don't know what it was that clicked within me. And I said, you know, I need to make some changes. So I went ahead and make, made the phone call. And um, she was actually very busy at that time. So she said that she was going to go ahead and reach out to me after I got off of work. So we did have a very nice chat. And she told me about how this program worked and what it entailed. And, um, you know, I was pretty impressed because uh, during the time that she called me, she did a phone health assessment. And, you know, of course, me being a nurse, I can definitely appreciate that because it's like, you know, of course, you gather the data, you figure out what would be best for the client. You know, it wasn't like a one size fits all, you know, deal. So I definitely appreciated that because it was customized to fit my needs. So then, you know, I started this program, you know, it's definitely helped a lot as far as educating myself with what to eat what not to eat and things like that it has definitely helped and so it's been about five weeks and within five weeks I've lost a total of between 14 to 15 pounds and it has been amazing I mean I'm not exactly you know of course I can't say that I don't look at myself and and say, hey, you know, um, I could I could do a lot better, or I could lose a little bit more weight, you know. Um, I do, and it this is the beginning of my journey. Now, I had mentioned earlier that I was getting headaches and I was having blood pressure issues, so that was actually the main ordeal because I do not want to wake up one morning or have my kids wake up one morning and I'm not well and I have to go to the hospital and I'm going to have really bad issues later. Diabetes runs very heavy in my family and I don't want to be that way. My father actually passed away from the complications of diabetes and I don't I don't want to to be that way. Um so I decided that it was time for a lifestyle lifestyle change. Now, was it easy? No, it was not easy. It was actually, in fact, hard. I mean, I went through maybe like a week of of hell. Actually, prior to that, I did a three-day cleanse because um, my friend Aaron and his wife had, um, they were doing a uh, three-day juice cleanse. And I was just a hot mess because I couldn't eat anything, anything. And it was just, I mean, that was just three days. So I was like, oh my God, can I do this? You know, and I had mentioned that to my health coach and she said, no worry, you're going to eat, you're going to eat like five times. I said, all right, cool, five times a day. I said, well, I guess, I guess I could do that. So I was totally, you know, down to try it out. Well, five weeks later, like I said, I lost about 14 to 15 pounds. I've lost about three and a half inches around my thighs, waist hips, um, chest, my neck, and it's been amazing. You know, I feel great. Aside from, like I said, how I would like to look on the outside, you know, like I said, I'm not exactly 
100% there, but hey, I can actually rock a bathing suit without being completely embarrassed. Um, but the most important thing, my headaches are gone. And you guys could probably hear it in my voice. I feel a lot more, I feel like my mind has been cleared. Like I no longer have, feel like I have cloudiness mentally. Because sometimes it just feels like there's a big old smog cloud and I can't see. And it's hard to really navigate and thought process can be disrupted because of that. You know, I'm not sure what exactly what was causing that. So another thing I've done, um, aside from changing my diet and such and my eating habits, was um, actually prior to that, I contacted, um, well, I, I was trying to meet her before I left um, my previous apartment, but things started getting crazy. So I actually had to cancel my appointment. I wanted to do my first Reiki healing session. And, um, you know, I, I just, it was just the right timing. It was actually right before I had, um, or actually it was right after I had dropped off. Um, well, not dropped off. Actually, it was right before I had my boys, you know, spend a week with their dad. And I remember telling um, her name was Patty. And if you're in the Corona Norco area, she has her practice there. It's called Healings by Patty. She's amazing. So I actually went and seen her because I felt that it was time. We follow each other on Instagram, and you know, it's like I actually got to talk to her on the phone before I left, um, you know, to take my boys to my mom's house before all the chaos happened. I had noticed that, you know, I was so, so depressed. So I had texted her and, you know, she had called me. She needed to hear me on the phone, she said, and I told her about everything that was going on. And, you know, she was so helpful. And so when I scheduled the appointment with her, we, you know, I finally, this was still during quarantine, but she was very, we were very careful. And so I went over to her, her, um, her office. It was very nice. It was the most relaxing. I mean, I can't really describe the, um, the experience, but it was a very beautiful experience. I got to talk to her, you know, and she knew exactly what I needed. And when I left there, actually, I was not in a bad place when I went over there. And she had told me, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm in a good place. My energy is very good. So, I, you know, if you're open and willing to, you know, um, that type of healing, I totally recommend it. Especially if you're kind of feeling, you know, down about yourself. Or, you know, there's a lot of things that we can't change in our situation. You know, it's always good to have that type of healing. But whatever works for you, you know, because my situation is different than everybody else's, you know, whatever works. But that's just something, you know, I mean, if you are willing and open to that type of healing, I would definitely recommend doing so. And that has actually helped me. Um, I believe that it's actually, you know, 
helps me out as far as spiritually, uh, you know, as far as just kind of being a lot more aware and opened. And, you know, my mental health has been better. I felt great. Uh, during that time was, you know, when I felt like I was a little bit, you know, I, I haven't started the plan yet. But, you know, after I had left there, I noticed that I was feeling confident because I did, you know, I, I felt great. I was happy. You know, I wasn't getting mad about anything. And it was just very nice. And so after that, you know, I started everything just fell into place. I started this diet plan and I felt good, you know. Um, because see, here's the thing, when we eat a bunch of junk and all that, all of those toxins are stored in our body. And when you do that, all the toxins will also affect your mind. So how we eat, what we put into our bodies will affect our mind, our emotions, and what have you. I wasn't drinking a lot of water, and this plan has basically, you know, you have to drink water. My coach put it the best way. She said, think about your body as like there's a bunch of water slides. If you don't drink the water, then nothing is going to move. She's absolutely right. So I try to drink 75 ounces, which is close to a gallon of water a day. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. But now it's like week five and I am so used to it. It's actually very beautiful because the other day I ended up buying my son's um, some, actually it's like, I think they're about the same size as mine water bottles at the 99 cent store worth two ninety nine though. And so now we, you know, I tease them. I know this is kind of gross, but whenever they don't flush the toilet and they go pee, I tell them, um, y'all need to drink more water. So now they're, you know, they have their own water bottles and they're drinking it which it's a great thing because for those of you moms that understand it is frustrating when you buy water bottles and those water bottles are all over the place. So I said, okay, you know what you guys fill your, cause you know, sometimes they will fill my water bottles, my water bottle up and now they have their own. So I'm like, okay, let's fill our water bottle up and let's make sure that we're drinking it. Well, my youngest is doing pretty well with it. My oldest is, you know, still kind of getting the hang of it because, you know, when you're in, you know, intaking all that water, your body has to get used to it. So it's exciting because, like, I have transitioned them over to certain things. Like, you know, um, with this plan, it's, you know, you're cutting out a lot of um, things. Like, I actually no longer eat carbs. So... You know, I've transitioned them over to shirataki noodles. Um, I have made cauliflower sushi rolls. Well, instead of the rice, it's cauliflower rice. I've made cauliflower crust pizza. It's delicious. If you haven't tried it, it's so good. Um, it's been it's been a great journey, you know. Um, and the good thing about it, I have to share. So I ordered a new bathing suit because I just wanted something that was going to be a two-piece. My two my two-piece that I bought about like seven years ago is all faded and gross. So I said, okay, you know, it is time for a new bathing suit. So I ordered one off of Amazon and, you know, it had really good reviews. So it wasn't just one that I wasn't going to like. 
And it finally came in today and I said, okay, well, I literally lost 14 pounds. So let's see, let's see how this goes. So I tried it on and I said, oh goodness. You know, I noticed that my stomach was bulging and I was like this, yeah. But then I said, wait a minute. I pulled out my picture from before I started the plan because I took one before so I can do a comparison. And I said, wow, there's changes. You know, and here's another good nugget. It's not about how it is now. You know, don't worry about, you know, don't worry about if you haven't reached your goals yet. But look look at how far you've come. That's not just saying with the diet, but just with anything. I am talking about even, let's say, for those that are in the same boat with me, where you've left your abusive spouse, and you may say, well, you know, I haven't moved at all. You think you haven't moved, but when you look at back on where you were previously, you've moved. You've accomplished a lot. The best thing to really utilize if you've grown or not, the best thing to measure is your mentality. How do you see things? Because the objective of life is to continue to grow. But if you're just, if you're thinking the same way that you were thinking two years ago, Life isn't going to change. You will stay, you know, it's like being in a canoe and you're just kind of rowing and you're going around in circles. You're not going to get anywhere if you're using that same method. For example, and I hate to bring this up, but I recall when, you know, my son's dad was around briefly and we were talking, there were certain things that he would say, you know, just like his view on life. I noticed it hasn't really changed. And I found myself thinking or asking myself, it's unusual how you and I stayed together for this long because we have two different mindsets. But at the same time, I realized that then, back then, I probably don't have the mindset that I do now. And um, I realized that, you know, it's like, as far as growth, I left him behind. And I don't mean that in any bad way, but, you know, um, he still thinks the same way. And, um, you know, with certain people that I'm around, I really take a step back and observe their mentality. And that's when I make the decision of whether or not I want to continue to be around those people. And it's not that they're not lovely people. However, I also have to protect myself because I can't put myself back into a position where, you know, it t- it's taken me a long time to get out. So really be mindful of the people that you are hanging out with or you're around because they will make a difference. You know, um, there's that saying, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Many people will say, I don't get influenced by those type of people, but 
in actuality, you know, energy and, you know, basically mindset, those are things that are very much contagious. So, you know, I have, during my de- my depressive times, I've chosen to be around myself only because I don't need anybody to influence any decisions that I need to make. If it means that I have to be alone so I can clear my head and get clarity and then make a sound decision, then so be it. But if I were to go to my best friend's house and start venting and they say, okay, yeah, you should do this. But what if their advice is something that I don't want to do? So even though, let's say, things spiral out of control or, you know, I make a decision and it blows up in my face, that's okay. Because it was a decision I made versus somebody else that made the decision. Because can you imagine if it blew up in my face, I'd be like, man, I didn't even choose this decision. This sucks. But if it blew up in my face, I'd be like, you know what, it's okay. I chose this decision. And maybe that's, you know, if it blew up in my face, maybe it's an opportunity for me to learn. You know, and that's how I see things now. I try not to look at things as, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? I'm so hurt. I embrace the hurt. I embrace the pain because I know that it's only making me a stronger and better person. That's how it should be. So if you're going through some stuff right now, and I don't mean this to be mean at all. Because I've been there too, my friends. Embrace it. Don't throw yourself a pity party. Just get to it. It's going to take some practice. It's going to take some time. But do what you have to do. You know, if you ever get depressed, think about the things that make you happy. And try to do those things. When depression comes for me, I kind of think of it as like a seasonal allergy. It comes. It's more common than a seasonal allergy. Sometimes you have to be prepared for it. You know, it's like if you recognize the symptoms, like for example, with allergies, when you're sneezing, when you have the runny nose, the watery eyes, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. So it's like I have the same thing when it comes to depression. All the symptoms, not wanting to get out of bed, feeling blah, you know. So before it gets worse, I do my best to, you know, take care of things that I need to or I, I do things that I know that are going to raise my vibration. Um, things like either cleaning up the house or maybe painting or spending, you know, doing something that me and my boys like doing. Another thing that we did, and you guys are probably going to think I'm crazy. So the last few months, you know, you guys know about Serenity. She's our fur baby. Well, the boys and I, um, on April 1st, we decided to adopt the pug. Um, And, you know, she just slipped right into our family very perfectly. And she just kind of completed our little family. And since then, it's like the boys have been, you know, they've been so happy to have her in our life. And Serenity and her are getting along. They play, you know, and they're actually here right now. They're in their little crates. They're asleep. And, you know, um... It's like, I've told the boys, you should enjoy taking care of them. Seeing them happy and seeing them feel loved is the best reward that you can get. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, 
I, I mean, I'm going to wrap this up soon because it's getting pretty late. But one of the things I want to leave you guys with is this. Just remember that when things get bad, it's only temporary. And also remember to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself from the inside out. Don't just, you know what I mean? Oh, I feel stressed. I'm going to go ahead and draw myself a bath. Bam, you know, my self-care is done. It's not about that. Self-care is also mentality, your mindset, adjusting it. You know, read a book or watch a film that's going to help you develop yourself to be a much more happier person or some best of all happy with yourself. You know, um, when I say being happy with yourself, it's respecting yourself. It's, you know, not allowing other people to disrespect you. And, you know, we'll talk more about that another time. But you do things that are going to make you happy and fulfilled. That's the important thing. And then everything else will just fall into place. You know, if you're already in this episode, we're no longer, you know, um, talking about how awful things are with our situation. Now it's time to thrive. Now it's time to really focus on ourselves and become the better version of ourselves. Everything else is just icing on the cake and everything else will fall, in our, fall into place. We have to be the best version of ourselves because we got, you know, like, for example, with myself, I got two little men that I'm going to need to raise and I want to raise them the best that I can because I know my time here on earth is very limited. So number one, I want to give them two, you know, the two best memories, my two boys, the, two, the best memories that I possibly can. And number two, I want to be able to, you know, really leave something behind and I want to make sure that you know whatever it is that I leave behind the lessons of life that I've taught them they can actually incorporate it in their own adult lives and then teach it to their children you know I I left my situation because I wanted to break the cycle and I wanted these boys to understand what peace feels like because these days it's very uncommon and very unheard of. But I'm going to leave you guys with that because your girl is actually getting pretty tired. Um, and I would like to publish this as soon as I can. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to get through this together. We're going to thrive together. And we're going to continue to be, you know, the most divine, beautiful human beings that we possibly can be. So have a good night, and you guys will hear from me soon, I promise. Until then, be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye now.